So at my high school, we always had pizza in the cafeteria. I don't know why. It wasn't healthy. It wasn't even very good pizza, but we always had it. And so it was always a go-to. But there was like this two-week period my junior year where we didn't have it. And everybody missed it, even though it was like the standard kind of blah thing that we always like took for granted. We really missed it while it was gone. And so it was really great when it came back that first day. It was a little disappointing, but... You know, we still had pizza, and that was great. And you know what? Not all pizza comes with a killer soundtrack. But today's pizza sounds pretty good. Give me give me a drum fill that, that really slaps, okay? Um like <clears throat> virtually or on my knees? No, no, like uh like figuratively slaps. But I mean both. I don't care. Both. Uh Welcome to A Gentleman's Guide to Rom-Coms! The first time that we are releasing an episode right after we've seen a movie in theaters. Here it goes! <laughs> Boats and hoes! Boats and hoes? Is that what you... That's all, that's what all rap songs are about. <laughs> you weren't rapping, hoes. but sure. Boats and hoes. Room step I'm... Oh. <laughs> My name's Kelly Song. With me, as always, is my co-host. Ryan Graves. Um, Ryan, the reason why I wanted something to slap as we came in was because I thought the movie that we watched had a lot of music that slapped. It slapped. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Stop it. Ow. Uh, 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 Ow. Uh, uh, it slaps. That was my Tom Hanks. Ow. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, yeah. Man, I need... We... <laughs> Hey, can I give you some Tom Hanks trivia? Yeah. His brother, Jim Hanks, does the voices on all of his toys. Yeah, he also does the voices for Tom Hanks, I know, in Kingdom Hearts 3. And oh, yeah. And you can really tell. I'm sure Jim Hanks is nice and good at his job, but it's like, that's not Tom it's Hanks. It's not Tom Hanks. It's close, but it's not That's Tom like Hanks. when somebody that's not Robin Williams did the genie. I think it was in, like, The Revenge of Jaffa- Jafar. The second, the second one, one, yeah. it was the voice of Homer Simpson. Which, great. You know, good, but it was is missing a little bit of that um, that sherry on top that that Robin Williams brings to it. But then they got him back in the third one, yeah, which was only straight to video. King of Thieves, King of Thieves, Prince of Thieves was one of them. Um, Alibaba and the Thousand Thieves. Do you know why Robin Williams wasn't in the second one? Because of a pay dispute he had with Disney. Yeah, but they <laughs> they really screwed him over. They was, were dicks. Google were dicks. it. It's a good Wikipedia article. So, Ryan, you have a game for me today. Hell yeah, I got a game. So, in honor of our movie this week, which is Marry Me. Marry Me. Marry Me. Are we doing Arrested Development trivia? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. We're doing, so Marry Me starring Jay Lopez and O. Wilson. Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen. Owen Owen Wilson. <laughs> Um, who, as our wives have stated, is the least of these in terms of attraction. It's Luke Wilson. We don't need who to wins. bring it up every time. There's also a secret. It's not option, all about attraction. Secret option number three: Andrew Wilson, who spots a sports a handlebar mustache in Rushmore. Check that out. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think beauty's <laughs> in the eye, don't you? No, it's a. It's definitely Luke Wilson. All right. We're gonna play in honor of J Lo. We're gonna play J Lo or J No. The thing I'm going to do is tell you a song title, and you have to tell me whether it's an actual J-Lo song or one I made up. Okay, uh, this is going to be great because I have a 50-50 chance of getting this right because I know nothing about J-Lo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First one's an easy one. Okay. Number one, 
Jenny from the block. J Lo. It's a J Lo indeed. Okay. Bonus. I like this game. Bonus points to you if you can tell me which album it's on. I'm gonna say it's on uh, Fire Pants. Mm, your guess is as good as mine because I didn't look up the album titles. So. <laughs> oh, shoot. So I'm. So let's just put this up right up front. If I get a bonus question correct, I think you owe me a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Um, but neither of us would know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, what if I randomly score? just random access memory just yeah. somehow get it? Because think about it. Do you have the album covers? I, some of her album covers are sure. burned into my brain. Yeah, yeah. There's this one where she's like wearing a like kind of a like a beigey bodysuit body that has some sparkly darkness to it. And uh-huh. I, I can see it in my head. Mm. But that's the only one I know. Mm. Yeah. There's I can probably see- one where he's, she's like hanging with Enrique Iglesias? The no Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. The one the the first one where she's like in this white t shirt and and that's like it. And oh. you, you know? You no, know the no, first I, I don't, but I, I always saw it Target. I'm imagining it right <laughs> now. And I was in fifth grade and was like, oh my goodness. And then I saw her on the You Grammys, were Tom Hanks too? <laughs> and she was in that Versace dress and I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, Do anyways. you want to tell us any more times that you thought about J-Lo and went, oh my goodness? Certainly not the night after I watched Marry Me. Mm-mm. Okay, so let's look at number two. The song is called Be My Love. J-Lo or J-No? You could be my love. Oh, and bonus points if you can sing the song, too. I'm going to say J-Lo. J-No, sir, oh. you're wrong. It is one I came up with. I bet it's a song. I bet somebody else came up with that song. You know what would be funny is if I accidentally came up with a J-Lo song. Hold on. <clears throat> I'm going to come over here and check your work really quick. Be my love. J-Lo. No. No. Okay. J-No. Confirmed. It's a confirmed if you had kill. my love J-no. is one, no. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Number three. Love don't cost a thing. Now that is a song. Is it J Lo? Yes, it is J Lo. J Lo, ding ding. I don't know if that was originally hers or if that was a cover. I think that's probably off of the album J Lo. Oh, you owe me a million dollars because you don't know. Oh, but I do. All right, number four. Ride or die. Say no. Actually, it's J Lo. What? I know. Who's she riding with? I also want to say that it's spelled R-Y-D-E, ride or die. Well, I mean, you know, J-Lo is J-L-O. Yeah. So, you know. She's got to spell things wrong sometimes. It's like how, you know, Avril Lavigne was like, skater boy in English? I don't think so. Let's add an eight and a B-O-I in there. <laughs> I, I liked that song when it came out. Um, all right. Finally, number five. Okay. The song is simply called Booty. Okay, as evidenced by one very particular scene in this film, I'm going to say J-Lo. J-Lo, indeed. Of course. She knew what assets she had. She knew what assets assets. she had. Very, very good, Ryan. Uh, Great game. Can we play it? I think you win. I think I I do. Yeah. And I think we all win because what a great game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why don't you tell me a story? Tell me a story, Turk. Let me tell you a story about love, D'Artagnan. Ask about love. 
Probably caught me a sonnet. I'm not much more than an interpreter, and not very good at telling stories. That's the end. What do you mean, that's the end? That's not. It's the beginning of something interesting. Listen, that's the end of that saga. The end. Marry me. That's the only way you can say it. And may I add, marry me? At the front of the movie, it's called, it's the wedding march. Uh, the classic. And did you know that's a by, processional? Do you know why that, it's by Wagner, of all people. <laughs> Not who I would have expected to come up with that. No, I think I did know that at one point in time and it escaped my my random access memory. Um, that's not what that is, people. So, don't, don't listen to me. So the song came on and I was like, oh, okay. So we are in old-fashioned 90s rom-com time. Yeah, I mean, this is Father of the Bride time right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's that, not mixed into the score, but... Song drops and we meet J-Lo's character, Kat, I think her name is. Kat. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We meet JLo's character and the entirety of social media experience that you can have in a movie. Yeah. And she is she a celeb and she get ready for concert. Well, she's she's doing the Julia Roberts thing here. She is playing Jennifer Lopez. Yes, as played by Julia Roberts. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I could no. I don't I think actually I do not think that Jennifer Lopez nor do I think that Julia Roberts could play each other. I just don't think no, it could be done. No, don't no, even. No, no, no. The universe would implode. Yep, 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 yep. It's a Back to the Future rules. Yeah. Here. So, uh, well, it's interesting because this movie very much is Notting Hill for yes. most uh-huh. of the time. Yeah, for And sure. I think the movie is like, we understand. We're not going to be it's, able to surpass that. It's one part Notting Hill uh, with a dash of Mean Girls Yeah. Um, mixed in with a little bit of... consulting the shelf the shelf grows got 10 things i hate about you on there now uh it's not that one um with a little bit dirty dancing almost almost devil's devil wears prada yeah you need some music in there though well yeah but the thing i mean is that he is surrounded by shitty people a lot of the time yeah um yeah he really is so, yeah, but mainly those two. It's Mean Girls and meets Notting Hill. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, like, the intro to Notting Hill shows Anna Scott uh, yes. being photographed at these red carpet events. And and that one's, like, a very classy, like, oh, yeah. going to the Oscars Elvis event. Costello. But it also was very much, like, how you how the tabloids would portray yes. her, uh-huh. which would be, like, every, like, red carpet appearance. It's like, oh... Anna Scott at the Oscars, 1999, stuff Where, like that. Whereas this one, it's like we're getting, um, what's Jennifer Lopez's name in this movie? It's Cat. Cat. We're getting Cat's life as if we are viewing her through social media. <laughs> it reminded me of how much I hated social media. And then we yeah, meet Owen Wilson, so. who's like, wow, I hate social media. Wow. <laughs> and and he's a, he's a math teacher. He goes to bed early, which is what all math teachers do. But he also has an apartment that in a way that lots of people in our genre have apartments on a salary that should not exist for him because he teaches seventh grade. Yeah, he's a maths teacher. He probably like bought alimony. Of, he it's bought alimony. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, it's alimony from his wife. Yeah. He's divorced, and he's got a daughter named Lou, who they they really cheese ball up in this movie yeah. quite a bit, like quite a bit. But like they're they're living, they're he's living his best life, but he's kind of bummed because his daughter doesn't think he's cool anymore. And he's I, a math teacher. Well, but he's just got a tween. 
And yeah, I no, just, it's it's a it's a it's a perfect strike of that moment. And I've never really considered that storyline until now. I'm like, oh, I'm dreading this time in my life to come in like ten years. It's gonna happen to me. It'll happen to you. Y- you It'll know, happen to all of us. <laughs> Cute. Um, <laughs> when, when did that happen with you? Oh, with my parents. Yeah. See, my secret was I was never that. Um, you know, bright and cheery with my parents. So they didn't really have to go with the transition there. You were you were always glum. <laughs> that's that's your secret. <laughs> the Hulk. The I remember, sad, the sulk. That's I who you are. When my parents sat me down when I was 16 and they're like, Are you on drugs? And I'm like, have you met me? You know, my dad, uh, I was just bringing this up to Robin the other day. My dad thought my ear was pierced like eight different times growing up, but I just had a mole there my entire life. And so he'd always like walk over to me like once every couple of years, he'd look at me and he's like, did you get your ear purse? It's like, no, <laughs> my parents, I'm eight dad. I can't even do that by myself. They always got mad at me because I never told them I was going out and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you I'm going to a friend's house. <laughs> and they're like, we're not mad. It's just let us know. <laughs> well, so, so you didn't have like this, this time. I no. didn't really have this time either. I like, I, I aspire to be the parent. But we never were the kid in this situation. No. Well, so maybe our kids won't be like that. That's true. I think I think we just can't tell yet. I mean, I think Theo will be, <laughs> judging by his toddlerdom. <laughs> He's already like that. He's like, I want nothing to Please, do with you. Please, <laughs> you guys. Um, yeah, and we'll get into her. And then on the other side of things, Jennifer Lopez has, has this great big wedding. Um, she's marrying Bastion. 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 Played Bastion. by Maluma, who's a person, I'm told. I think he's an actual singer. Right. Did you have you heard of him? No, but uh I mean he's got a good voice and whatever. Yeah, he's and Colombian. He's he's got kind of like a like whatever the I I don't gosh, I don't know anybody modern, but if you you had like a a Ricky Martin vibe but made him a little bit less like push like like you could push him over real easy. If you took Ricky Martin, threw him at Pitbull. Yes. Yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and Pitbull punched Ricky Martin in that middle part, right between the hand and the face. It's like the Reese's pieces Bastion. of like a Latino musician. And he's 25 years younger than Jennifer Lopez in this movie. Good and for so, both of so them. So we, yeah, we have a, a good role reverse. Well, I guess, yeah, role casting reversal than usual. Yeah. So they're getting ready for this big PR thing where they're going to get married on stage. They've got this single together. Marry me is the song. And, um, basically Owen Wilson is convinced by his platonic lesbian friend, Sarah Silverman, who I didn't get what her deal was with the, she was going to bring her okay. girlfriend. No. So, so, um, I liked this, this bit of business here because everybody has a lesbian friend who's in this situation right now where you are dating your friend is dating somebody or you're dating somebody who's also dating somebody else and you're all cool with it but one of them's in a really serious relationship and you're just with them but you're fine you're fine with it fine with it and then all of a sudden it ends (laughs) like i have seen so many friends go through basically this okay yeah it was all new new to me like (laughs) i I don't know what your situation is with these people And and so basically, Sarah Silverman has tickets to the show. She gets dumped right beforehand, and so she has two free tickets. So she takes Lou and Charlie Owen Wilson. Yeah, and Charlie's like, I really don't want to go, but he goes because he wants to be cool, Dad. He wants he's to be like, a fun, Dad. He's like, Ow, my ears. <laughs> and so far, we've had a scene between Charlie and Lou where Charlie's like, 
hey, I just want to remind I'm not going to do the villain no, voice. Yeah, okay. He's like, I just want to remind you that I'm the fun dad. And it's like, bro, show don't tell. If you tell her you're the fun yeah. dad, you're not the fun dad. Yeah. This like this most I hate to say this, but I didn't like most of the scenes between Lou and Owen Wilson. I liked it like at first, but then it got kind of oddly cringy for me where I was just like either this, the scenes not written very well, or I was distracted by the cinematography as well. We'll get into that later though. I, I don't want to, I don't want to hit this movie. Um, the, well, basically I'm going to spill the beans a little bit. This movie takes itself, takes itself way more seriously than I ever thought it was going to because mm. the premise from you've seen in the trailers is rather flimsy and it would it seems the kind of aughts premise that is very just kind of like like a four Christmas is like oh man look at the hijinks that we're in and, yeah. and not be super serious about I, it I might come down on the other side of the fence of that not that it's I think I'm not takes... saying necessarily it's wrong no no I, I don't think you are but I think the premise is outrageous, but mm-hmm. I think that might be, besides um, some of the actors in this movie, the best thing it has going for it. Sure. And I think I think I might have liked it handled by somebody else more. Sure. Because I really think that this weird screwball plot yeah. is something we don't get to see very often these days, and we usually don't see done well. It's a screwball plot, but the tone that it takes is far more serious. Which I like. I like that about it. It kind of makes me look at it sideways. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying categorically it's, it's not a, a bad wrong thing. choice, but you have to really do it well. Because you really would expect from a screwball plot like this, screwball tone. Right. But it, it's, it takes... But it really feels like it lives in the real world besides that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It takes it very seriously. And so the scenes between Charlie and his daughter is, is not like, Oh man, life with kids is hard. It's like life with kids can be really hard. It's like, Oh, Oh, you're serious. Oh, I can sit down and talk about this with you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and it's just, it struck a very serious tone right from the get go. It did. Yeah. I didn't really like the writing between them, but you're right. It was, it was always kind of like, Oh, kid, what are you doing? <laughs> so they go to the concert, and the concert scenes are balling. So first, the first song we get is called Church. I've listened to it like 20 times <laughs> since this movie. It's a very it's, Gaga-esque song. No, it's a very Beyonce-esque song. Well, but it very much reminded me of her Judas her well, Judas thing. Yeah, I think I think um, staging-wise, it feels like a mix of yeah. Gaga and Beyonce. <laughs> Um, but like song wise, it feels like a mix of Beyonce and Janelle Monet. Yeah, it's very it's, anthemic. Yeah, it's uh, ch- 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 yeah. it's it's really good. Yeah. And I, I have to say, so the, the director... Also named Kat. <laughs> I think it's Kat Koiro. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a big up-and-comer. Um, she's directed quite a few things, but she's also like um, basically leading She-Hulk, which is a big mm-hmm. new Marvel property. Mm-hmm. And the concert footage is 
freaking fantastic. Like I wanted to be at this <clears> concert, <throat> even yeah. though I'm like, I'm kind of in that phase of my life where I'm like, maybe I don't want to go to concerts. And then I see something like this. I'm like, maybe I want to go to concerts. That would be fun. It would be fun. But it, it is fun. What's supposed to happen at this concert is 20 million people are watching and um, we've got Sam Tarley um, mm-hmm. over there. He's um, John, Bradley. John Bradley. He's the he's the manager. Rather mm-hmm. young manager to be managing someone like j Super successful. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bastion's supposed to come out and they're supposed to sing the song called Marry Me and then get married. Mm-hmm. Like I thought proposed, but no, get married on stage. Right. And what happens is everybody uh, gets like everybody's following this on social media while they're at their concert, which is stupid. You guys, <laughs> enjoy this concert. Do you not see the horny nuns? Get off your phone. Come on. Like JLo is barely wearing what you could call clothes. Why would you be on your phone? <sighs> um, but they they all see that Bastion cheated on her and mm. she finds out right before she goes out there and does this really like, I think very true to life speech where she's like not quite it's a knowing very, what she's saying, but yeah, very hurt. She's in a very Anna Scott place right now. Y- yeah. Yeah. Where her whole life, her whole life is exposed. But I think a, a very big difference between Anna Scott and Jennifer Lopez is one lives in 2021. Mm-hmm. The other lives in the nineties. You or I live guess, in Beverly Hills. I live in Notting Hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but social media, Anna Scott would have hated it oh, because yeah. she hates her how exposed her life is. It absolutely would have just accelerated the plot of Notting Hill. Yeah, which versus Kat's character, who is a hundred percent in the world of social media. Her life, her whole life, is being filmed by I, I can't remember his name, but it is another character. He's Kofi. Always, Kofi. Yeah, he's always following her around uh, with a camera. But at this point in time, she she sees that she's already exposed, so she decides to take what random control she can of the situation and she sees a guy that says that is holding a sign that says marry me owen wilson and says yeah why don't you come up here and marry me (laughs) and the crowd's like get the fuck up there yeah i was like (laughs) man so i love can i say i love sarah silverman like Mm. i just watched uh her first acting credit which is star trek ds9 she's like in an episode (laughs) she's great i didn't like her character at all in this movie because i'm like you're a bad friend she's yeah, she well, Sarah Silverman is great in Wreck It Ralph. I don't like her in anything else. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, she was fine in this. Yeah, she yeah, and but like like everybody's like, yeah, go marry her. And I, I think Owen Wilson does a really graceful thing here, and I think everybody in the movie thinks he does, where he like saves her basically by yeah. she's doing kind of a crazy thing. But if he doesn't go along with it, she's going to get rejected by two people. Nah, Owen Wilson's not going to let that happen. I also like how the movies up front of like <laughs> Owen Wilson's like that. Plus she's hot. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why would you marry her? And he's like, and he just points at her. It's like, well, <laughs> right. But he is not under any, understanding that this is a real thing right and neither is she right but this is this is how she's going to maybe if not win this moment at least bring it to a very confusing standstill yeah the movie does af- after this owen wilson's like wow that was crazy see ya. wow <laughs> um and then the movie does this hand wringing of like oh we have to justify a movie out of this and then right. samuel tarley goes to <laughs> owen wilson he's like owen wilson you are the great, 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 great grandson of Ned Stark. <laughs> what? 
whatever Stark there is. Well, and, and Jennifer Lopez, like when she's reeling from this, I think she's doing yoga and she's like, we'll spin this. We'll spin this and make this a thing where it's like love can happen. Because she doesn't want to look like a fool for the press. Yeah. And honestly, I think since they were going serious, I would have liked to dig into this more here. And I would like to really quietly rewrite the movie. You write your first draft with your heart. And you rewrite with your head. Basically, they they do a little hand-wringing and they they go in front of the press conference and they all convince Owen Wilson to be part of this charade where they're not really married, but, you know, they'll be married long enough to make Bastion jealous and to make her not seem super crazy. It's and just, to ride out the wave. Yeah, the of wave the, of everybody thinking that this is a nuts decision. Yeah, the 15 minutes of it. I would have much rather had Owen Wilson go on this weird, like... Like I would, I, I mean, I would almost want Jennifer Lopez to like not know how to handle the situation, not know how to spin it, and for her life to just get so crazy that she needs to escape, mm-hmm. and she escapes with Owen Wilson somehow. Like I, I don't think it's a completely different movie at that point, but I, I want to see that movie now. You wanted her to go overboard, like no, no, I don't want her hiding out in his place necessarily, but I, I think. The like her having to completely like become, you know, when you know, when a celebrity just disappears for a while, like they go through something crazy and then you're like, oh, I haven't heard about them since this happened. Yeah. And then they reemerge like a phoenix a year and a half later with a new album. Kind of like Channing Tatum. He was gone for like four years in a row. And I'm like, I really liked him. What happened to him? And well, then he's back. Yeah. Well, I would like to know what happened in that in between time. Right. That would have been more. See, I would have knocked you and be like, ah, that's actually more Notting Hill because that's kind of the resolution to Notting Hill is that she kind of yeah, like but picks that o- that a life only, with him. That on- Yeah, but that only happens for like she's she's only hiding for a couple nights. No, but I mean, the one. resolution to Notting Hill is that she seemingly gets to have her cake and eat it, too. But she has a life in Notting Hill. Sure. But that's kind of what happens here. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's still all so. So I'm, I'm just saying, mix it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, but anyway, but the, um, the movie doesn't. I I really don't mind because rom com plots are always flimsy. So I'm just kind of like, I just need you to justify the next nine ninety five minutes for me. And movies like this, I'm like, sure, good enough. Because it it's just kind of like he just needs to hang out with her mm-hmm. for a few months. Yeah, there's not really a conflict. No, no, the the conflict is kind of it's it's a will they won't they right yeah. from the beginning and that's the conflict yeah yeah and, and it's kind of like look we're a rom-com but you know you want them to get together for real yeah and rather than it being like will they survive this not as a couple but as two people because it's a really strange situation that's what i'm more interested in rather it's will these two people um what will this odd couple be a couple by the end of the movie or are right. they two different? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You know, your your ten things I hate about you, your mm. um maybe no, not ten th- well they they're basically the same. But he's not he's just a bad boy and she's a bad girl. I guess we'll we'll save that for trope talk. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Really. But but the 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 scene before this when she's like upset about the whole thing of Bastion cheating on her yeah. and this marriage stuff getting you know out of whack she like is crying on her floor and like samuel tarley like truly comforts her yeah 
<laughs> I'm just watching this movie and I was like, okay, we can talk about that. Like I was really expecting hitch like humor and hitch mm, brevity mm. of like, we do not need to park here and like worry about the emotions of this plot, but it just kept staying serious. And I would say this is probably the least humorous rom-com that is ostensibly more of a rom-com, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They try to, I think the funny parts in this movie aren't funny, but I, they do like take odd turns like that where it's like, I wouldn't expect him to do this. Uh, but this movie falls into a, a, a sitch, like, I almost want to call this, um, how can we make our characters do what's best? Mm-hmm. And rather than have everybody be necessarily a character, they'll have all the characters make the best choice in the scene mm-hmm. where I would have liked Colin sent John Bradley's character to want to approach her, but not know how to. Right. But I don't dislike this scene. No, I really love this scene because it's unique and you don't really see like a manager being there for like this celebrity who's been broken down. And so I, I, I'm glad it's there too, but it's the, it feels oddly like the easy choice as a writer. Right. The, the first here's, here's what I liked about this movie it didn't try hard with its humor. And when a movie tries hard with the humor and whiffs, it's bad. I mean, I heard you chuckling a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> there's been other rom coms where it's like really out, like they're trying really hard and they don't know what they're doing and mm-hmm. they're just flailing. It's like, stop, like really bad overacting. So, like, there was never any cringy, cringy moments throughout any of this movie. So, I think they took the easy route of like, we don't know how to make this funny. So, we'll just kind of make it sure. heartfelt. Yeah, and and like to that point, um, basically, Kat's got a bunch of people around her. She's got Kofi. The um, he's got his like DSLR, and he's like filming them the whole time. And And she's got uh, her social media person. She's just mean and toxic. Get rid of her. Melissa is the worst. Get rid of that toxic behavior. She's she's mean to Charlie. She's. Like, she seems to have a good friendship with Jennifer Lopez, but in a way where I'm like, Jennifer, you could do a lot better. Maybe they're cousins. Maybe they're, like, related and, and she's unemployable. Oh, maybe. Yeah, she's kind of seems she kind of seems like she would be really good friends with someone on Entourage. I've never seen that show, <laughs> but from what I know about it, yeah. she'd be good friends with somebody on that show. Yeah, go hang out with Adrian Grenier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Gruyere. Um, anyway, so they all kind of give him shit, but slowly but surely, like, through his... I almost want to say nobility and grace. Owen Wilson kind of wins Jennifer Lopez over into a friendship. And she's always really cool around him. She's never like a haughty celebrity around him. No, yeah. She's a normal human being who does have a crazy life, but like he can see below her layers and she lets him Mm -hmm. and she's super nice to him because she knows she's put him into an awkward situation. And we get that Jennifer Lopez is just like kind of an overall good celebrity. Yeah. And this, this movie, every scene that goes by, I just kind of go, ah, that's nice. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) This movie is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's all you really want. Yeah, sure. Like this is, um, uh, it's not cotton candy, but it's like, um, a grilled cheese sandwich. It's like a Gruyere grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> and where, like a little bit of tomato soup. Yeah. You could have used more, but 
you get you it's get like fed. If you have this for every meal, you're probably not going to have a very healthy digestive system. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess you get protein. <laughs> yeah, through that cheese. Um, but we get we get to basically watch them fall in love. Like she she meets Lou eventually, um, and we get that like Owen Wilson is divorced, and we get his his story where he kind of just let his wife go when he saw her not being super in love with him anymore. Yeah. Like we don't really get more specific than that. Cause this movie doesn't want to get very specific. Yeah. I really like his backstory Yeah, because I'm thinking about like the, the great Richard Curtis movies and Nora Ephron. And I'm thinking about those neurotic characters. They're just that way because they are that way, which is one way of doing it. But I really understood Owen Wilson through this very singular backstory of what happened with his wife. Yeah, he's not necessarily uncourageous, but he's not going to force something. Yeah, and you, it's his chief insecurity is he doesn't want if if he's not feeling if he's feeling like they're drifting, he's not going to try and force it. Yeah, which is also it's it's not necessarily wrong, but it kind of goes against. Also, something that I think a lot of people feel, which is I want to be fought for a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is basically the opposite of um, as we get as we see Bastion when he loses her at the beginning. He's like, no, come on, babe. We got to talk about it. He's got all his boys and he's like trying to get past her bodyguards. And they're like, no, get out of here, mm-hmm. you butthead. And so like <laughs> Owen Wilson is the the opposite of Monsieur Bastion. Bastion. And they slowly fall in love, basically. I loved their chemistry. Me too. In this movie. I loved it. It's super charming. All of their dialogue is just charming. It's the kind of where I'm just grinning the whole time. They, they, it is a really interesting pairing. I never would have thought to do it myself. And I think. Wait, uh, you never saw Anaconda? You never saw the great chemistry in Anaconda? (laughs) Yeah, I did actually. I just (laughs) forgot about it. Some guy gets eaten. (laughs) Some guy. Um, yeah. Does Owen Wilson get eaten? Probably. Okay. Um, their chemistry is great. They just spend the next 45 minutes having nice times where she's recording more awesome music. The film has this kind of persistent, like, been about 10 minutes. Yep. Roll another song. And Jayla sings a great song. Every song in here is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, her her arc is that, like, while, while he's learning to, like, kind of, like, I don't know. I don't know what necessarily he learns per se, but <laughs> she she like teaches the math kids, the mathletes, like how to um, whose name they go by the Pythons. So that's pretty. That's I mean, you kind of get the kind of dad Owen Wilson is just through that name. Mm-hmm. But she like helps them by like teaching them to like dance, and that way they can like not think Do about math the problem better. Yeah, <laughs> and um, then she he like is like you know what you're too connected learn to rely on yourself again, which doesn't end up being really anything for her. It like allows her to relax a little bit. It's I guess, a nice scene. I thought that scene was going to go before sunrise and be like, screw you. Why are you telling me to live my life a certain way? Because he's like, you should stop, you know, living like a pampered celebrity. Yeah. And I, I like that she challenges him back though. What's his thing? He has to get on social media, but we don't really see him doing no. that. It's, it's pretty flimsy. Yeah. Um, but, but it's whatever. Yeah, you're right. Because it's just about being nice. And she, she breaks into her house because she doesn't know where the keys are. And it's it's just nice. Like, uh-huh. uh, they go to a prom together. And she the, wears a very inappropriate de- dress for a high school prom. Um, 
whatever. She's an older <laughs> person. She can do what she wants. Um, she's she's the chaperone. She sets the dress code. Um, but there's this. Uh, I, I I don't know if he has any other job at the school, but he's also the choir director, and he is freaking out about her. Is he? Was it? What's... He's a music guy. Like, he is an acapella group of kids sing at her. No, that's not him. That was the other teacher. That's what I'm saying. Oh. This is a different guy. Oh, I thought you were saying no, no one No, they go to Wills. prom together, and then this choir director shows up, and he's like, <laughs> I love you, and these people, and sign right. this thing. And he's then she sings a song for everybody, and he knows that song on guitar. At first, I was like, oh, that's convenient, but it's like four chords over and over and yeah, over Yeah, yeah, he just really just plucks those. <laughs> those. He doesn't even strum. He's like, blink, 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 blink. 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 Um, and yeah, everybody at this school is outrageous. Um <laughs> But again, there's a character that a more uh, inexperienced director would have really pushed for like real, like he's, he was close to that line. He's a very humorous character, but I could have seen a more incompetent rom-com try too hard with him. And luckily they didn't. Yeah, you're right. They, they reeled him. Like he approached the line and the director, like like, with a cane, like put it right in front of his chest and said, no further. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like after the song, he like goes up to her and like kind of takes this like shy bow. And it's like, that was a nice little, like there's a character, not a caricature. Yeah. 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 It was, it was towing the line, but you're right. He stayed on, on the character side Mm -hmm. of things. Then Bastion comes back in the picture. Sebastian. He interrupts a kid's math. Okay. Also, also these mathlete kids. They're the coolest. They're the coolest mathletes that ever existed. (laughs) He has the coolest apartment any seventh grade teachers ever had. Mm -hmm. And these are the coolest mathletes. Um, It's rent controlled. Oh, right. You're right. His grandma had it. (laughs) Um, so, but then Bastion comes back and he's like, hey, you're nominated for a Grammy. We both are. Mm-hmm. We have to go perform Marry Me you, and like record it. And you're going to show up at this concert. And they have this crazy concert. And this, this another really good concert moment where they sing Marry Me to each other. I will say also, in addition to that, the, the concert stuff, the sound design is really good. Because not only, guys, by the way, see this in a movie theater if you can. If you just like had a baby or something, you can watch it on Peacock. Fine. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Why did I come out and see it with you? Because <laughs> it's been long enough. You you deserve a break. You okay. deserve to get out every yeah. once in a while. We I've, didn't have enough time to get beers we're, we're after, but we're saying this as like my wife is at home with our baby who did not stop crying today. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, love. Been I love there. you. You're the best wife ever. Really sorry. Thanks for letting me come over to my friends for the first time in two months. But if you are able to go see this in a movie theater because it's so great hearing it on those big speakers yeah it's wonderful. it was it really but was the the sound design of like when she's doing her like confession at the beginning of the movie and she's like pouring her heart out and we hear the crowd like being like we love you yeah all uh-huh. that stuff it was really good talk back from the crowd where other movies is really generic about that kind of I, stuff i do have to say there's been this thing mainly with action movies these days where everything feels a little bit muffled like yeah there's a million sounds and they're all mixed to the exact same level yeah and i don't like it it's really gross i think it's a bad filmmaking but yeah. it's a style right now christopher nolan see a more recent christopher <laughs> but nolan this movie. was really immersive um, yeah the sound design was really immersive this was this was dynamic and yeah i really liked that about it yeah totally so she's like going on up and above with bastion and they don't play this hand too hard but it's kind of like they have chemistry yeah yeah and and that's what the concert footage really shows and owen wilson like sees that on screen and you kind of get that they're 
it's that thing where I remember I had really good. We've, we've actually talked about this before. I, I had really good chemistry once with this person I played soccer with. Right. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend at the time came and watched the soccer game. Mm-hmm. And she said, honestly, watching you two play together, I got oh, oddly jealous because like you were like teammates, but you're both people that I think are kind of like equally attractive and you seem to have this thing that we don't have together because I don't play sports. And it was like this weird thing where if I was Owen Wilson, that's kind of what I'd be feeling at them. Yeah. And He's not a singer. He's, no. He doesn't know Spanish. But he also but he knows a little. But he, he knows that she's just kind of like on on a whole other level. Like she was always on a whole other level. But now not only is she like up, up and away with this Grammy nomination, but Bastion's back in the picture and he's kind of like, uh, I can't compete with this guy. This is, if we were going to reset this movie in like the late 1600s, this would be a peasant going to court. This, I mean, this is kind of like if Jack from Titanic like had that scene and saw Rose like doing something etiquette wise with some like rich snooty person from mm-hmm. the 19. 19- 13s or whenever that <laughs> when was that 1913 good Something job like that. um or 1912 but no. yeah he's he's a peon and mm-hmm. that's kind of like how he he sees himself and he sees the potential of taking that away from her and so he does that thing that i think a lot of nice guys try to do which is instead of losing her later or making her unhappy he says fly free yeah, and it's and it's stemming from his chief insecurity, which is just really good writing. It's simple and mm-hmm. effective. It's yeah, it just is. like he his insecurity is not something that's like a weakness per se. No, it it keeps him from being like uh, in in that that Jerry Maguire way completed. Yeah. But um besides that it doesn't make him a worse person. Right. Yeah. And I was really surprised that they didn't make Bastion an all the snow kind of character. They kept him kind of outrageous but not not a joke, not a caricature. Yeah, I I almost would call it bland, but I liked it in a way. Cuz here's the thing. You know who he is, Kelly? He's a hot Bellamy. Ooh, hot Bellamy. Oh, thank God! You looked at me like I—I I thought I you, like I was him, and like, I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, I wish, but no. Do you know who he is? Eyebrows furrowed, <laughs> really stares at Kelly. No, no. You know who really cheats on his ladies? <laughs> no, he's a hot belly. Me, he, he is. He's not. He's not a ridiculous joke. He's not. He's not evil. No. No. He he does want the lady back, but he doesn't do anything evil to get there. He's. You can see that he's trying to get back in that position but it's just because he's hot and he likes her yeah but here's actually a scenario that we've actually been asking a lot of movies to do is say give us a real rival not a joke of a rival yeah and he is a real rival like he's got a huge handicap because he betrayed her and betrayed her trust but he's got a lot going for him to ask for forgiveness yeah and you know i i think a better movie would have fleshed out his abilities to get her back it it wouldn't have been so oh he sings and they have history and Mm -hmm. he's hot it would have like they would have given him one more thing like maybe 
maybe they're from the same town or something like he knows her family and uh, or, or something like that, you know. And so the, she just has so many connections. Mm-hmm. But as it is, it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Um, and so Owen Wilson gives her up and then she she kind of does a whole album thing. And slowly but surely, it looks like she's getting back together with um, Bastion. But, but, but she records the song. What's this song? She's like back. It's like, I want you back or like, yeah, have me back. And at the, at the same time, Bastion's recording Segundo, yeah, which is like second, second chances. Um, and we know when she's singing this epic song, which has got a dynamite performance from yeah. her. And yeah, I like the recording. Yeah, you on your way to So good. good. <laughs> I, like the violinists are like, <laughs> it's like super dramatic. <laughs> I love it. Um, and they go on Jimmy Fallon and he's like, ah, I'm greasy Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, you can't even play yourself. <laughs> like you are terrible. Oh, you don't like Jimmy Fallon? I thought he was a cheese ball in a bad way, but it's not that big of a deal. Well, I, I did. I feel scenes. like he was caricaturing himself. Yeah, but no one else in this movie is a caricature. I know. I I, I feel like Jimmy Fallon was written to be making bad jokes at her expense in a cheesy way. I, I don't he, I don't he, think it was just his performance. He had no choice because this is an NBC Universal movie and <laughs> they just enlisted NBC Universal talent like they, Hoda Cobb from The Today Show. No, no, no. <laughs> Basically what happened is like one executive is like, okay, I'm going to open my desk. Here's all the buttons that control the chips inside the head you. of my actors. And Fallon, you're up. <laughs> and he, he he's like, oh, oh, sorry, I have to go but be in a movie. Uh. <laughs> like they're looking at the items like, well, we can get Jimmy Kimmel for 30 grand or Jimmy Fallon owes us a hundred more appearances in our movies. <laughs> Celebrity whispers, what do you want from me? <laughs> so yeah, he, she like freaks out on the tonight show. She's like, it wasn't for Bastion. Yeah. It was for Owen Wilson. She's like, he said, wow. He said, my wow heart melted. at me. Oh, there's also a scene where they go to the Wonder Wheel. Oh yeah, she, another she, nice. She makes scene. a perfect date for him, which I thought was gonna go in a um, hitch like way, where it's like at Ellis Island, and like I was afraid that he was gonna like freak out. I'm like, where's the turn? Where's the dramatic like crunch of this no, movie? Yeah, There's she, never a dramatic crunch of what's gonna happen between these two. No, no, no. Basically, she they just go have a good date, and you're like, man, that was nice. That was nice because he he went there with his mom, and she died, and he, she's like, I thought of you. That's and nice. Like, That's nice. That's nice, Jennifer nice. Lopez. I like, like I date you. Yeah. So she freaks out at the Tonight Show and hunts down Owen Wilson, who's in Illinois for this math. And she thing. tries to go herself, and she can't. And so John Bradley shows up and saves her. He's like, I got you your credit card. Yeah. And then she. Uh, like Sarah Silverman and her commandeer a bus and they go to the mathletes and there's this, I like this character. They decided to make <laughs> like the other mathlete coach be an asshole. And it's like, again, you are dumb, but I like that they decided to give you some sort of character and yeah, you weren't just another coach there. Brings them to the line. Right to the line. Not quite a character, but is and the fact that he gets together with the other asshole M- melissa makes like, sense makes sense and in my my cute. it's cute <laughs> it's cute my head canon is yo, that's yo, kevin g yo. oh you suck 
From mean no, girls. yeah, that's what. Yes, obviously that's they, Kevin G. I mean, they really from Mean Girls. It's not the same actor, but man, if they had gotten the same actor, really could have connected those cinematic universes. And, and this is where it's like just like Mean Girls a lot because, like, you know, our our main girl Lou is she she she's known far and wide throughout the the math the intermathlete blogs as that girl who choked last <laughs> Which time. Is, Really exaggerated, but we're like, okay, whatever, yeah. you need this. And um, then <laughs> she's, she's the last one up there, and it's just like Kat, or Katie from um, yeah. from Mean Girls, where she's the last one up there. And, and she's like, the limit doesn't exist. But but she says it too late. <laughs> and so she doesn't win. And I like this choice. Like, you know, don't give her the win, but give the win being her dad's proud of her and <clears> building her back up, and that's great. And then J-Lo's there, and she's like, you did great, kid. And Wait. I want to ask you this. When you were a kid and you watched movies like this that culminated in like winning the big competition. Like a Mighty Ducks. And and they lose. And yeah. and the, the theme of the movie is like, you won in your heart though. Every time I watch a movie, I'm watching a movie like that. I'm like, that's bullshit. They lost. <laughs> like I was never into that alternative way so, of looking at losing. So it's funny because I felt that for a couple of movies, but then I saw Rocky when I was like seven. Mm. And my dad explained to me like, Rocky, like, wasn't even supposed to get close. And the fact that he even got close is what makes it a victory. Mm. Like, he tried so hard. And even though he didn't, like, win-win, he won. Yeah. And so, like, I, I kind of got over that. But there were, there were definitely a couple times where I was like, wait, they lost? That, that's not cool. But, I mean, I was... I, I'm an American, and I've been told that <laughs> we we're supposed to win. win. But I was totally on Owen Wilson's level, and it's like... What do you mean she lost? She won the fucking thing. Like, it, it's so clear to him, like, the competition is meaningless. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I mean, that's pointless. what any good dad Exactly. Like, be. I was yeah. all in on that. Like, yeah. That's nice. That, that was my favorite moment with them. Yeah. Um, and then Owen Wilson and her get together because she holds up a sign that says, marry me. And then the second sign that says something else. And Again. Again. And so they're still married. And then... And he's like, can you marry me so that I can date you? What's... <laughs> one times two. <laughs> one times two equals us. I, and then we get like this weird afterward where we get, we, it, it, it basically says, and we're like Harry Met Sally. And we're like Harry Met Sally. <laughs> it showed all these couples telling their story of how they got together. But like on social media. And I literally turned to Kelly. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a bunch of randos. And then it starts, our characters. It starts with the cast, gets to the randos, and then ends with J-Lo and Owen Wilson. Yeah. And the thing is, I would think this is charming if it was done better. Like, if it was looped in somehow. If it had a reason to yeah, be. But it, this whole movie just felt like it, it knew all of the beats that a bunch of other rom-coms needed to have. And it was like, well, we could do that beat here. And <laughs> you're not... You're not right, but you're not 100% wrong. You're right. like 95% wrong, but I guess you're right. It does fit in the genre. It's kind of like, whatever. Okay. So before we go and take a break and go to Trope Talk, I wanted to just ask you plainly, what is your assessment? What what do you, what do grade or star or whatever do you give this movie? I'm. This is so hard for me because I'm of two minds about this. I like the the story and how weird it is. And I like Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez a lot in this movie. I like some of the choices they made, but I am just blown away by some of the other ones. Like 
the camera work in yeah. this movie is is in in some scenes pretty pretty standard. It's pretty good. Uh-huh. And then in other scenes, they are using the weirdest lens choices. Mm-hmm. Like everything in the school is bad bad in a way where if I if I brought a camera into that scene and used a camera, I I'm not even a DP. I'm not a cam op. I have done these things, but I never would have made these choices. And I think 99% of people wouldn't. I don't understand how they got out of these scenes making the choices that they did. There are eight characters that are talking sometimes that are out of focus, like so far out of focus. It's just, it's bad filmmaking. And I honestly think 90% of people won't notice. Mm -hmm. I I looked up reviews of this and I'd say one in 10 mentioned it, Mm -hmm. but it really took me out of the movie. Yeah. Well, your problem is you're too much of a filmmaker when you go to the movies. Uh, but but I, I'll admit to that f- because sometimes I do that with good movies. Mm-hmm. But this is actually just bad filmmaking. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I will counter argue and say I, I too go to the movies as a filmmaker. And you were like turning to me you're like, what is and I'm like, what? Calm down. Like, I was not noticing. And then until you're like, no, look at the edges. Look at the edges. I'm like. Okay, it's out of focus. Yeah, but you do that to me all the time. I know, but you're like, look at the color, look at the color. I guess with rom coms, most of the time, bad filmmaking is just whatever. (laughs) You'll go on a diatribe for like an hour and a half about how Solo was too dark, but like (laughs) when when the lens like this in a really high budget film, Mm -hmm. like that's the thing. No, I don't think it it was bad. They made weird weird choices and it's like okay you're going with that lens here okay like it was just it was just like the rest of the script it's like okay you're going there yeah yeah exactly so i i'm gonna give this like (laughs) out of like out of five like are you saying the cinematography is going to like really pull the curve down no uh, it's one of the the things Uh because i don't think the writing is very good 50 percent of the time yeah the other 50 percent of the time i'm like this is not only serviceable but especially because Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson have such chemistry. I have to give this like a two and a half. Like it's really split right down the middle. Cause I don't, that's really teetering. Like if I blow on it, which way is it going to fall? I don't want to watch this movie again, mm-hmm. but I want to listen to the music and watch the scenes with those two. I want to get the 4k Blu-ray so that I can throw it on. And when the concert stuff comes on, I'm really paying attention. And then when they're, talking to each other and paying attention, but all the in-between scenes, I'm making a sandwich. There's other movies I could I could do that. I, I have YouTube. <laughs> like, I guess, if I really want to watch those scenes. I know, but there is... My my assessment is, I'm not going to give it a letter grade, I'm going to give it a pass-fail, and I'm going to give it a pass. Mm. It, this, this is the kind of class where you're pass-fail. Yeah, it passes. Okay, this is, this is me then. I'm the teacher right uh-huh. now, and I'm looking at this movie as the student, and, you know, it tried really hard. It Some of the time... And like it goofed off, but I know it was having like trouble at home. Right. And and I knew that like, you know, it was held back last year. Right. And so so I'm like, like, you need to like for your pride, for your sake, for like the fact that you were trying to do something good in the world. Sure. (laughs) You pass. Yeah. But it's really I look at dead in the eye and I'm like. I'm probably the only teacher that's going to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. is like I think it knows the bar is pretty low because it's invoking such the genre and I that hate itself. that. I, that almost makes me want to not pass it. Because, because I think it does know the, It does know the bar is so low. And so, like, 
But, but but in other scenes, it's like I'm holding this to a high standard. But that's just, that's the thing. It just wants to be nice. If, if a movie wants to be nice and that's all it's going so for. So does Notting Hill. Sure, but you don't have to be as witty as Richard Curtis to succeed as a film. I completely agree. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's a, a lot of this... M- there's a lot of this movie I liked and a lot of it that I didn't. And that's a weird feeling to have in a movie. I liked more of it than I didn't like. So that's why it gets the pass. Mm. And, and, and it was it was close because throughout the movie, I'm like, oh, is this is this a bad movie? <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I think I'm going to grow to like it more and I'm going to occasionally watch it. It's going on the rom-com shelf mm-hmm. Um all, all the more because I now know what to expect. And it's just I want everyone to know this isn't very funny. This is not a very funny movie. They don't try to do a lot of humor throughout the movie. and The romance isn't even necessarily compelling, but it is really nice. It feels kind of hallmark in its yeah. romance. But but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, I will say this. I'm giving it a pass as well for what it's doing for our genre right now, which is high-profile actors, big-budget film. Hopefully, it will drag more scripts like this out of people's... Yeah like out of producers' closets where they're like, well, maybe I'll give this one a shot. Yeah, and I'd rather have nice than they came together, which is just spiteful. Well, yeah, but like, when was that made, 2014? Well, I'm just saying, in the day and age we live in, it's not so bad to just sit in a movie theater and, and go through nice. And yeah, it's it can be mediocre, but but it's, it is it is it did leave me feeling pleasant. And that night, I... <laughs> This sounds dirtier. And <laughs> it's not it's not it's not what you think it is. I dreamt about Jennifer Lopez and the dream was it was like a Notting Hill thing where it's like, wait, are we all friends with JLo now? And Jennifer Lopez is like, yeah, no, we're hanging out now. And so whatever that means, the movie got into my brain. Yeah, it totally got into my brain. So, yeah, I think I mean, I think it's hard because like Jennifer Lopez is such a good performer and Owen Wilson is a very good actor who I think was a little underutilized in some scenes. But, um, I, so I think this movie will have a hard time not getting in your brains because it was directed competently enough, especially in the scenes of chemistry between those two. Yeah. This movie, I want you to just guess at the budget because we haven't done this in a long time. Oh, well, you know, there's some JLo numbers in there, so I, I wouldn't, my guess is the budget was, 25 million. 23. Oh! Oh! Why don't we send this over to Trope Talk? And we're back with Trope Talk. It's like Croc Talk because they're both rubbery, flimsy materials. So it's exactly like Croc Talk. And that's uh, one sentence letterbox review from Ryan Graves. <laughs> um, pithy. Yeah. Yeah, Very pithy. Pith- pith- pithy, like oranges. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's our what's our trope this week, buddy boy? I, I don't know how you name it, but it's the fake couple until it's not a fake couple. Fake it until you make fake it. Fake it until you make it. There That's you go. It That's it. That's what I'm here. The pit. That, I think you could name a podcast called Fake It Till You Make It, right? What would that be about? Fake it until you. I think it would. I think it'd be one of those interview podcasts where you talk to somebody who didn't know how to do their job. It'd be like a Mad Libs thing, or it's like, okay, you are a blank who works in a blank and see how well they can pull it off. Oh well, that's like a reality show. What you just? I don't know. You bring in celebrity guests. No, Conan O'Brien. No, this show. (laughs) This show would be on NPR, and it would be like. It'd be like, okay, no, it would be on, it would be on, 
Earwolf probably. And they'd be like, okay, so um, Michael J. Fox. So you had never acted before, mm. but you just kept showing up on sets hoping, or they're talking to Harrison Ford and they're like, hey, secretly Harrison Ford really wanted to be an actor, but he kept showing up doing odd jobs on set, like carpentry or janitor. How did that change, Harrison Ford? Get out of my house. (laughs) And we'll be back. (laughs) So it's fake it till you make it in rom-coms. It's where the plot demands that these two people who are usually odd couples... um, Or... Like don't want one of them doesn't want to date. Right. Mm-hmm. There's there's a vehemence between them. There's there's an anger. There's an angst. In this movie, we had two people who are foisted together into a couple by one's really random weird decision, and they're gonna just ride this out until they aren't a couple anymore. Right. But but they fall of, in love. They fall in love with butts. <laughs> and the most. Most literal recent one is the proposal, which we just did. Um, and I, I guess I was I was hoping that this movie would be more like that, where it's like had more hijinks, top down conflict, where it was like because like what's fun like about there was that, a contrivance. Yeah, what's fun about it is like oh they're gonna there's gonna be like truths had they're gonna be found out like there's stakes if it doesn't like there are no stakes to this fake relationship either. No, yeah, it's because like Owen Wilson's heart isn't gonna be that broken. And JLo's gonna bounce back. It's yeah. just gonna be a little bad for a JLo's while. bounce back before she'll bounce back again. Yeah. So there's other films. Is that like, one of her songs? Bounce back. Sure. Okay. Bounce back booty. <laughs> um, to all the to all the boys I loved before is is yeah. probably more similar. There wasn't a lot of stakes to their relationship. Whose relationship? Peter Kavinsky. Oh, hey, 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 whoa, 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 hey, what's going on? What's going on? Sorry, I just I had to. <laughs> There, there, there wasn't much stakes to that. No, it was that she needed to pretend she was dating someone so that all the people she sent letters to wouldn't so she think she's too available. Could save face. She yeah. just wanted to save. She just face. wanted to save face, just like J Lo. I. What is it, this? Is a this is a new thing? Saving this, face. I don't think saving face has been a thing in cinema since like the fifties, <laughs> maybe the forties. Well, I think cinema is finally acknowledging the the very millennial need of getting rid of our anxiety. <laughs> Where it's just like, we can't have this hanging over our head anymore. Sure. I, okay. I, so with this one, it makes sense because like in, in the thirties, forties, fifties, when you have plots like this, it's because like you have somebody who's high class, mm-hmm. you know, like let's, uh, oh, 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 okay. So, um, let's take a screwball comedy, like bringing up baby, which mm-hmm. we did before. Now, they're not a couple, basically, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And she often pretends like they are to other people sometimes. And he's like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but then they end up being a couple by the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, she wears him down. But what you have is he needs money. She has money, class struggle. Right. Right? And in this movie, she has money, can make a crazy thing happen. Because let's say she was singing in the park and, you know, somebody was supposed to propose to her and she's like, marry me, dude. He'd be like, whoa, I'm walking my dog here. Um, but since she has money, that's how what makes the entire thing happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I think that plots like these, if we want to take to all the boys I love before, high school is all about status. Right? Yeah. And I think when you take class into account, that's all about status, really, when you boil it down. Yeah. And so 
the one movie that you and I like kind of brought up as a, a possibility for this, 10 Things I Hate About You, mm-hmm. the status is not caring about status. Right. Because they are in high school still, but Cat, another cat, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cat in this movie. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, you know, doesn't want to date anybody, but the bad boy of the school gets her to date him because somebody else asks, is like paying him to, and it's like this whole contrived thing, and in the end, they fall in love. But mm-hmm. that one might be the only one that's not about saving face. It's about like trickery and deceit. Like, yeah, the it, elements of love. Like, well, the the stakes are. If Kat doesn't date, then this younger girl will never have the high school experience that she wants. Even though that's that's not necessarily world-breaking, it is actual stakes for our characters. You know, a lot of Shakespeare, I'm now thinking about it, really depends on deceit and trickery and yeah. faking them out. Yeah, um, Much Ado mm-hmm. is all about deceit. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. that That's probably the one that was in the back of my head. I was like, I'm forgetting one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, like... <laughs> They, they, they're both tricked into well, loving each other. They trick themselves into loving each other, mm-hmm. they, and other people trick them into loving each other. Then they do not love each other, but then they're like, "We love each so other." So let me ask you this: In uh, To All the Boys, there's a very mild. It's not even contentiousness. It's like Laura Jean and they're just different people. They're just like, <laughs> um, I, I, get, I play lacrosse. You don't. <laughs> yeah, I play lacrosse, and you enjoy. 16 candles <laughs> I so guess super racist movies why uh, but there's no like there's no like cat and dog nature to them but proposal much ado 10 things i hate about you it's very cat and dog between our two characters and yeah it's much more well cat and heath ledger right cat and patrick of verona uh they're very i i i th- those three movies I like much more than those, the other movies we have, which is Marry Me and Toilet Boys. boys yeah. Just is very mild sauce, which is fine, but I feel like we are missing an element here. The difference here is you've got, you got a sear spaghetti, right? And uh, those other movies that you mentioned, they they have like a, a spicy meatball. They, they have like a saccharuni, you know. There's <laughs> it's like a mix of peppers and onions and um, you know spices and maybe some mushrooms cut up in there and garlic. And you're like, this is a sauce. And the other one, it's like they took some tomatoes, squished them up, and put them on top of your your noodles. And you're like. I guess it's spaghetti. <laughs> In name, it's spaghetti. It's kind of like when you're having pasta and you're like sweet and you go for all the sausage and you go for all the Parmesan cheese mm-hmm. and, and all the salt and pepper and you're really like juicing up your pasta and you're like, oh yeah. And then your well, wife comes- this weird experience where you're just like, oh, oh I'm yeah. making some pasta. Sarah, get over here. But then your wife comes in and takes away all the awesome stuff because he's like, she's like, you're going to have heartburn heartburn, and farts in bed. She's like, we need to make this nice. Not, not happening. It's going to be a nice night where we're going to sleep really well tonight. It's like, aww. I'm going to take the joy from this, but you'll feel better. Yeah. And I don't, that's, I don't necessarily Maybe feel better. Maybe the metaphors don't go, movie, but, but nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, still. Uh, yeah. So anyway. The, the, the last one that should be mentioned is Mean Girls. Right. Thank you. Um, because... Katie, not Cat, mm-hmm. in that movie, um, pretends Caddy. Thank you, Caddy <laughs> Heron. Uh, she pretends to be friends with somebody else, and in the long run, she kind of does become friends with the Mean Girls. Right, but not, she also loses her soul in the process. Exactly, but I, it's kind of an inversion of all of those tropes. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like it does end. Like his, like simpatico yeah 
Yeah, they, they, it goes full circle, but then some. Yeah. But like with something like 10 Things I Hate About You, it's like they, like one is in it for the lie, the other one's in it almost begrudgingly, mm-hmm. and then they fall in love with each other, figure out the deceit, separate, but realize love is too real for them to lie to themselves about not loving that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the most satisfying of these plots because like there's nothing more true than lying to yourself and realizing it mm-hmm. and then going after whatever that is. Yeah. And in this movie, the thing is Owen Wilson gave her up and then Kat was like, you know what? I realize I do like him. So I'm going to go after him. Mm-hmm. But he's the one that gave her up in the beginning. So maybe what she's just seeing in him is, well, he's never going to come after me. So I got to be the one to go after him. Right. So that's why it's not as satisfying. Which my wife and I just had a big fight about this. She finds that really annoying. (laughs) Of somebody not pursuing? Of just like when you get into a conflict. And one of my insecurities and anxieties is if there's conflict, I go hide. And then she has to go come find me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do say you're sorry a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, I, sh- it's, shut up. Shut your I mouth. hate you. you. Shut your mouth. You, you shut stop your, saying sorry to me. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Mm-hmm. You shut your mouth when you're apologizing to me. But I want to see it in your eyes. Very, <laughs> very relatable if just kind of a mild like turnaround for the whole story. Sure. Yeah. Where, where it's not untrue. It's just narratively less satisfying than other examples that we've brought up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think this movie's unrelatable at all. I mean, except that very few of us have dated Jennifer Lopez. Except the whole thing the, about the, falling the, in love with a celebrity who's so bigger than life. Sure. But where do we find relatability? The feelings of the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In so, knowing math. Yeah, I could not relate to that. Uh, that's our trope. That's our movie. And we're sticking to it. <laughs> the end. So, Kelly, did we get anything from the train man this week? No. <laughs> no, we didn't, you negligent bitch. No, by the time this comes out, they will have an essay. Yeah, we will, but you didn't tell me what it was. I know. I've got to tell you that right now. <laughs> I like how you like were like, I'm setting myself up for success. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not. Wait a sec. Um, what do you want me to write about? Do you have any challenges? Oh, oh yeah, I got a challenge now. Um, okay. I was going to write about this, but I think it might be an interest, more interesting from your perspective, or maybe together. Mm-hmm. You, when you play, you play video games. Mm-hmm. You play RPG video games. Mm-hmm. Now, you have chosen in the past, I think, to always play a male character, right? Uh, no, I'm playing Kotor right now as a woman. I know, but this is kind of your first time, right? Uh, For the y- most part. Yeah, but again, I haven't played that many RPGs. I've played Mass Effect and Kotor a lot. <laughs> sure. But you chose in each of those times before. Yeah. And now you chose differently. Mm-hmm. I almost exclusively play female characters, probably since I was like 19 or so. Mm-hmm. And Robin was like, why is that? Why is that husband? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? It's a good question. And I was like, you know what? I, I bet Ryan and I have something to say because right now we're making a podcast about a genre that wasn't originally intended necessarily for us or especially in the 90s Mm -hmm. and at the same time when you're playing like a game if you're looking at it from somebody or you're playing from a perspective that might be other than your own but you're still creating a character like that i think that's a very interesting thing to delve into and so why don't we write about how 
playing an RPG as a woman is kind of like our podcast. Ah, yes. Okay. We'll write about that. Okay. Anyway, that's our Patreon. You can come visit us at patreon.com slash romcomgents. That's the place. You can also vote in our poll um, because if you don't, this logjam will never be broken up. Yeah, we have... uh, (laughs) Everyone's voted so far. Adventure romance film that comes out at the end of the month because, you know, everybody on our patron votes for our end of the month movie. Uh, But... This month, there's three way. There's a three-way tie of adventure films. So if you want to come over and break that tie, otherwise we're going to be watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Romancing the Stone and True Lies. True Lies with uh, the the governator himself. And the Jamie Lee Curtiser person. <laughs> you know her. What's a Curtiser? Um, it's, it's something that you do for someone to be nice. Oh, okay. It's a Curtiser report. Oh, oh, I see. Yes. Um, well... Come over to our Patreon where you can read all of our many blog posts, most of which are not about video games, but some are. Uh, you can also check out our bonus episode. This month we did Gilmore Girls Season 3. And next month, probably something adventurous. Mm. Oh, speaking of next month. Yeah. Let's 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 give our listeners a, a preview of the episodes that are to come. Oh, next week. Next week we're doing the rom-com Oscars. <sighs> The the great rom-com Oscars, you know them, you love them, you've seen them last year, because that was our only one, but this is our new one, and we'll take all the movies we've watched this year, pit them against each other in crazy, outrageous categories. We're going to talk about movies from particular decades. What was our best 90s rom-com? We're going to talk Ooh. about hottest. We're going to talk about bodest. Oh. The most bodest ripper. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, what, do you have a category? You're going to have to make some categories this year, by the way. Pff, the I'm most hanksiest. Do we, we watched one Hanks film. We had Joe versus the Volcano. We had Splash. We had another one probably in there. <laughs> it's probably more <laughs> Hanks movies. Um, yeah. So come check that out next week where, um, and eh, I was going to say if you want to write in, but we kind of released these a little too rapidly if you wanted to write in with your we'll, we'll put it up on our patron patreon right now where if you want to like maybe it'll be a poll no it'll be a write-in if you're a patron <laughs> you can write in a suggestion of a category that yeah, we should do totally. and pick pick our movie from so again that's patreon.com slash romcom gents come check it out mm-hmm. but to drum up excitement for you guys after that we're gonna do the amazon original rom-com i want you back with Charlie, what's his face, and Day. and Marcel the Shell Lady. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's also in Parks and Rec. Yeah, but we're gonna do after that. We're gonna do the patron winners, which looks like the three adventure rom coms culminating in the new adventure rom com, The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Formerly The Lost City of D. Yeah, it was gonna be Lost City of D. They lost the D. I, I think the D means the dick. The D is silent. <laughs> The D is silent would be a great line from a rom-com when somebody can't get it up. (laughs) The D is silent. silent. (laughs) Okay, so Ryan, I think that brings us to the preeminent, the penultimate rom-com Oscar! Oscar Isaac. Oscar Martinez. Um, You know, because because this is our last one before the rom-com Oscars. Mm -hmm. Um, you're gonna be mad because this is the one you Don't were do hoping it. for. Don't do it. Best music. Okay, that's fine. 
I'm going to give it something else. Oh, okay. Well, the the music in this is so good. I agree. So much original music from J-Lo and Maluma, whoever that is again. I really he, I'm, like He's Maluma. another singer, dude. Yeah, I guess Sebastian person. Bastion. Um, Bastion. She's, she's the princess <laughs> yeah. from Never Ending Story. But all the songs are really good. There's no there's no boring part when the music comes on, and there's a lot of music. It, yep. So much so, if someone wanted to make the argument that this was a musical, I wouldn't fight them on it. I would, but... I wouldn't care. <laughs> um, if you want to argue with Ryan, call him at 425. Um, so are you still a 425 or are you 971 now? Down to 971. Uh, left okay. my peeps in Sammamish a long time yeah. ago. Well, uh, Ryan, my rom-com Oscar, his best song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because I very specifically think Church is a is a really good song that slaps so hard it just slaps so hard. All right, I, bring it in. Bring it in for a little. Let's listen. Damn, that is solid. That there, is solid. There, I just, I couldn't have, I should have, but didn't expect J-Lo to come out firing oh yeah she she was Guns blazing she was all cylinders j-lo my my V8. favorite my favorite song not the juice my favorite song is the one near the middle i can't remember what's called but it's it's her i want you back song um where she wrote it for owen wilson after their breakup and it's her big ballad that climbed the charts oh yeah 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 and finally be did she catch those like um those other band names i think one was like gold and the other yeah. one was like New look, <laughs> and one was R- Rambadaba. <laughs> but let's get some of my favorite songs. It pulls at the heartstrings. Mm. Epic violence. Um, so, yeah, I. I I think music, song, we kind of covered the, the the two Oscar categories that everyone tunes in for. Best, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> because score, you know, we, we best also, original song. But if you really want to see all those songs performed, you got to watch the whole thing. That's where they get you because they perform them like intermittently. All right, Gambler's Odds, next year's Oscars. Who wins Best Picture? Does J-Lo have any chance at getting a song in the Best Song category? Fuck yes, I, I really do think that... Um, I think that church is going to be okay, okay. I really do. It's that good. Okay, I'm holding you to it. Well, uh, you love the song, you love the music, but tell me, who do you love? Are there any circumstances in which uh, the two of you might be more than just good friends? The truth of it is, I loved you from the first second I met you. <laughs> but mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. You have bewitched me, body and soul, and I love, and love, and love you. I know. This is so easy for me. It's J Lo. Okay, like J Lo is. Um, I would. I would be incensed by the amount of people following her around. This would be something that would have to change in our relationship. But I do think that she is fantastic. I think she's nice. I think. Baby's got back. I think. Um, I, I. I think she's. Yeah, I think she's great. So I'm gonna go with her. I'm usually going for the quiet ones. So right. I like this. <clears throat> I'm kind of conflicted. I kind of want to go with Samuel Tarley. Ooh, good choice. That would be a really good choice. He's really awesome. 
um, he's very patient and he's very giving and he's very polite Shoot, and generous. You're making me rethink J Lo. <clears throat> how did Samuel? How did Samuel Tarley make me rethink? No, what is his name? I'm John John Bradley. Yeah. Um, John Bradley. But he ultimately is a little vanilla. And Owen Wilson's kind of a sap throughout this thing. So yeah. I don't really want to he's go. He's not with... a bad guy. He's just, he's like, well, I'm a math. He's a math teacher. Yeah. And JLo is such a perfect choice that it's almost like, have you ever been like, had a crush on a girl and it's yep. just kind of like, <laughs> sure. Um, but they're all just, they're almost generically perfect. And you just yeah. kind of realize that you like them because they're just, they're just an angel, but that's all they've got going for them. They don't really have any personality. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what's going on, but she is still unique enough. So it's kind of process process of elimination. It's like I'm going with J Lo, but only because you're perfect. Sure. No. Sure. 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 <coughs> I don't. I'm not going to fault you for it because I did the same thing. Yeah. Well, those are good. Those are good loves. Those mm-hmm. are good loves. Um, do we have anything else to talk about? No. Just J Lo's got a song called Booty. <laughs> well, I, Ryan, I love you. I, I would say probably just as much as. J-Lo. <laughs> I love you so much that I would perform such sacrilegious acts like performing church at the Grammys this year. Oh my gosh. Did you, do you think she would wear the same thing? Like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and this is where we will say goodbye. Ryan and Kelly must bid you adieu. Thank you for listening to our review. Rate and subscribe, we'll even take a bribe. So see you next week on the Gentleman's Guide. To rom-coms. Ooh, like a dirty girl. It's, no. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll put that in the afterwards. <laughs>